0: Hey, hey! My name is Stan and I really love traveling, and I love talking about it even more. So welcome to this episode of the podcast Traveling with Stan, where I take you on a tour of some of the most exciting cities around the globe. This time we're visiting one of the trendiest places on the Old Continent. A city that has been reinventing itself after a turbulent past, symbol of the Cold War forcefully divided by a wall, and a symbol of hope and freedom when that same wall came down. Nowadays, a melting pot of cultures where diversity is cherished and celebrated. A hub for artists and history buffs alike. And the place to go clubbing the night away. Welcome to Berlin. In this episode you'll discover. Berlin's glass dome as a symbol of transparent democracy. Why a little green man makes for the most typical Berlinese souvenir. And what a typical food to try in Berlin would be. Hint, it's not German or what you'd expect at all. And as always, you can find all the information from this podcast, including the names of all the important sites on the website travelingwithstan.com. What has been a little bit from history. Before we delve into all the amazing places and experiences that this vibrant city has to offer, we need to take a look at its rich past. Most of which has unfortunately been erased during the events of the Second World War. Berlin's rich history dates back all the way to the 13th century and before being torn apart, it had been a center of a unified Germany for centuries. Berlin was a place of heavy fighting during the Second World War which destroyed large parts of the city. And it is still recovering from the dreary grey period of the Cold War that ended in 1989. But more on the history later. Much of Berlin's allure today lies in the way it has, in fact, been able to rise from its circumstances. Once again, a capital of a united Germany, it boasts a force and energy that makes it a lively and colorful place. One of the reasons why Berlin often places among the top ranks of European cities to visit by media outlets such as Guardian or The Times. How to get there Situated in northeast Germany on the banks of Spree, it is fairly easy and cheap to travel to from any part of Europe. Especially now, when its long-overdue airport has been finally put into operation in 2020. Actually, the Berlin-Brandenburg airport had opened 10 years after its planned completion date right in the middle of the pandemic. As they say, better later than never. So, when should you visit and how long should you stay? Well, that all depends on your preference, of course, but there's a season for all. The hustle and bustle of Berlin's urban life is best enjoyed in summer. You can stroll by the canals, soak up the sun in one of the outdoor bars or take a dip in the nearby lakes. Winter is a magical time of Christmas markets and twinkling lights. While spring and autumn are the best periods to enjoy the historical and cultural sites without the onslaught of crowds of tourists. Do not miss! Once you get there, what are the places that you absolutely shouldn't miss? Let's start in the heart of the city, Berlin-Mitte, which literally translates as the middle and that's exactly where it is. Mitte is the area in which you'll find most of the important tourist sites. It's a place rich in history and a cradle from which the city was actually born. Today, it's the site of Germany's political power and a busy bustling borough attracting a cosmopolitan crowd. If you're a first-time visitor, then a taste of what Mitte has to offer is a must during your trip to Berlin. So, let's dive in. To take into account Berlin's former grandeur, head on over to the Brandenburg Gate. An impressive structure, it's the only city gate that was left after decades of destruction. Built in 1791 its design is meant to resemble the Acropolis in Athens. Later, it became a symbol of East and West Berlin's reunification in 1989. From the gate it is only a quick stroll to another remarkable site, the Reichstag, a huge historical building which is the seat of Bundestag, the country's parliament. Severely damaged in the Second World War, it had been left largely abandoned until the unification of Germany in 1989. Its careful restoration was finalized by a massive glass dome put up over its roof. A gesture of transparency showing the world that the political leaders have nothing to hide. Be sure to book a slot to go visit the building inside and to get a good glimpse of Berlin's skyline. If views are what you're after, then the TV tower is another tick on your list. Built during the communist era, as a symbol of the communist power it remains a landmark even today. It's 368 meter high and is considered the tallest structure in Germany. And it's still being used as a TV and radio broadcasting station. For the views, make your way to its observation deck and bar or rotating restaurant, but be prepared to spend to indulge in this experience. There's a fee just to get to the top. Climbing down from the heights, it's now time for a more somber look at the city and its recent history. Checkpoint Charlie is considered too touristy by some, but is still an important site of when the city was separated by the Berlin Wall. For over 40 years it was the best-known official crossing point between East and West Berlin. Not much remains of the actual crossing today however, so to get a real glimpse of the wall, make your way down to the East Side Gallery in Friedrichshain. The longest surviving part of the wall had been turned into an open-air gallery in spring of 1990. Through street art it represents how artists felt about the wall's very existence. Another great place to learn about the Cold War and the division of Europe is the Berlin Wall Memorial close to the famous Mauerpark flea market. To get into Berlin's even darker past, You should not miss the topography of Terror Museum depicting the Nazi regime and its horrific acts. Followed by a visit to the Holocaust and other memorials located in the Tiergarten Park, a solemn remembrance of the crimes against humanity. Museums and cultural institutions form a large part of Berlin's attraction. To appreciate the artistic side of humanity, your next stop should be the Museum Island, a UNESCO heritage site and a museum complex situated right in the center. Many of its exhibitions can fairly compete with the likes of the more famous museums in London, Paris, or New York. To pick a few is a challenge, but one of our top tips is the Pergamon Museum and its epic collection of antique art. The Babylonian Ishtar Gate is a real gem that needs to be seen. A totally different and highly popular experience is the DDR Museum that will give you an interactive glimpse into life in East Berlin during the Cold War era. To make the most of your visit, Get yourself a museum or tourist pass. And don't forget to check the opening times as many museums are closed on Monday. Tired of all the sightseeing? Take a break over a pint of a good cold lager or lounge in one of the Riverside cafes and when you're ready, join us for an insider's tip on what to bring back home. And no, it won't be a t-shirt with Berlin emblazoned on it. Fun Fact Right. So what should you bring back as a souvenir from this trip? The answer might surprise you, but the most Berliner souvenir of all is the Ample Mansion, or the little traffic light man. Introduced way back in the days in East Germany, this little guy has acquired cult status and is still popular as a souvenir item today. Brought to life by a traffic psychologist, he was almost displaced at one point. However, a public outcry made sure that he remains a staple part of safe crossing of streets to this date. Try this! Now that we've seen the major sights and did some souvenir shopping it's probably a good idea to grab a bite to eat. What is the most traditional food that you should try while in Berlin and where should you get it? Well, we're probably going to disappoint you a bit here as Berlin does not really have a traditional German cuisine. In fact, its most popular dish is not German at all. When in Berlin, do as the Berliners do and get yourself a good hearty Turkish kebab. You heard that right. Thanks to a surge in Turkish population in the 50s, 60s and 70s, Berlin's Turkish population is actually the largest Turkish community outside Turkey. And apart from their labor skills, they also brought with them their amazing food. So, whether you go for a kebab, shawarma or a falafel from Mustafa's Gemya's kebab or hazer, it doesn't get more Berliner than this or more Turkish? Those two places are hugely popular, with the first one you should expect to queue all the way to Istanbul. Another great place to taste authentic Turkish food is the Turkish market in Kreuzberg that takes place every Tuesday and Thursday. If you come after 5pm you can grab a bargain as most of what wasn't sold is being given out almost for free. Apart from that, Berlin's gastronomic scene is rich with flavors from all over the world, from Asia to Sudan. But if you're really craving something traditional German, then grab yourself a currywurst, a typical German sausage laden with a curry tomato sauce. It ain't bad, especially in the middle of the night when out partying, but there are better things to have out there. Act like a local Berlin is such a great tourist destination that it's easy to forget there are hidden gems to it apart from the obvious sights that we've already mentioned. What would someone living there recommend as a good place to experience the city? One of the more off-the-beaten-path spots and a go-to place for the locals is definitely the Tempelhof. A former airport built during the Nazi era, it has been converted into a vast park where Berliners flock en masse to enjoy its wide-open space. Whether you're looking for a place to cycle, run, or just have a picnic with friends, this is the place to be, especially on the days when the weather is nice. Another popular outdoor place is the Mauerpark with its flea market and the Sunday karaoke show why visit karaoke in some park in berlin trust us this is a berlin fixture like no other attracting thousands of people every week and an attraction not to be missed just for the fun of it for more outdoor fun rent a kayak and explore the city from the water after all with over 180 kilometers of waterways berlin has more canals and bridges than even venice or rent a bike and head out to one of the lakes around berlin whether you choose the sandy beaches of Wannsee or the pure waters of Liepnitzsee, there's so many, you're bound to be spoiled for choice. So bring your swimsuit, especially in summer. Or maybe not if you fancy a dip in one of the nude swimming spots. To round off the day before you hit one of the venues of the internationally renowned club scene, head over to one of the Riverside bars in Kreuzberg or Neukölln. And maybe pop in one of the popular spots for an open mic night. There are hundreds of other fantastic places to visit in Berlin, whether you're interested in history, culture, food, bars or sports. I hope my taste of Berlin inspires you as you explore this fascinating city. And I am really sorry for my terrible German pronunciation. As you can hear, I am far from being a native speaker. You can find all the information from this episode at travelingwithstan.com, where you can also find other podcasts from our series. If you like this one, don't forget to hit follow so you don't miss out on the next episodes. We are on the socials as well. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review or rate us on Spotify. It means the world to us. Pun intended.